0: What's up? I've What's up? got your mic back, huh? Yeah, I'm back I living my best life again. Good. I was The worst thing about being in Los Angeles besides hating everything was not having my mic. I felt uh, naked out there. You do a lot of talking these days, so <laughs> you think, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I've just I just had meetings back to back with Ratro, PB, then owners meeting, then Seguargo, Now this—that's going to be like six straight hours of me talking.
1: When do you? When do we let you paint these days? Huh?
0: Uh, that's the big question. That's the, the 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 million dollar question. No, I've never I've, seen you paint. Media. You might have
1: twelve little elves in there with
0: tiny little hands.
1: <laughs> I wish.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> How great would oh that be? <laughs> well, the tiny hands kind of freaks me out. I would, you know what? I'd like, I like twelve elves with with uh, supple yet uh, large hands. But they're um not all twelve can be at the same time. They not all twelve are. Let's let's be honest. Some of those elves are going to be doing other things. They need those nice supple hands. <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't want the little ones. Yeah. I don't want little hands. I don't know, little L- hands make everything
1: look bigger, though.
0: You know what? It does. No, that's that's what pedophiles say. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> i got a quote for you <laughs> Their sweet little hands just make everything look no uh-uh, no no <laughs> cut that cut that cut that <laughs> um, good to be back good to be back i doing a podcast from the road i didn't enjoy it's tough it's always tough yeah. you gotta be in
1: your own element you know with your diet dr peppers and your mic
0: that's right no free ads. I don't, even, I don't even drink Diet Dr Pepper on in L.A. They got me on some fucking green juice shit. Well, at least it's not LaCroix. <laughs> I I drink plenty plenty of La Croix. plenty. Um, what a goddamn amazing week we're having in the Grotto, huh?
1: Been wild, really wild. So I don't even know where you want to start
0: this, but I mean, well, I can I can see you're all agitated still. I you're all worked up. For I'm a little flustered.
1: Weeks. I've been trying to keep my composure. I don't want to say anything yes. that I
0: regret. <laughs> I love it. But you but just we'll just, talk so you know,
1: candidly after the podcast. After,
0: yes, on. but just just so you know, so you can keep this in your mind throughout. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. That'll help. Um I mean, I think we gotta start at the beginning of the week. Okay, the beginning of the week was about, um, we're just kind of having class all week for everybody, right? Everybody in the grotto, all our LFGs are teaching processes. We got into it a little bit on the last pod about how this would play, right? We gave a little alpha ahead of, ahead of it, but then we really started teaching it um, come Monday, right? So Monday, our focus was on the draft, right? This is um, who who is is not protected, uh, who who is protected, who is a part of, who who's who's going to go to free agency and not be a part of the draft, who's going to stay, right? So that's what we walked through on Monday. But the idea being, if you you know teams are able to build up their rosters by anybody who is not declared as a free agent, ideally their own team they want to kind of keep their 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 same roster so they would protect them there's a certain number they can protect okay and then those that that aren't protected they they rotate rounds. so uh, a team can protect somebody from their from their existing roster and then they have to draft on the next round from outside of the roster
1: and, and then something to protect remember there you have to protect someone from your current team in order to draft every round.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Now there are two exemptions of that. And that's what makes this a little, little odd. Right. Uh, in that you've got two teams that have nobody to protect. Yes. Coders and season nine coders and season nine have nobody. So they can just draft every round. Okay. Because they don't have anybody playing for them. Um, so that's the the little wrinkle in there, okay. But this isn't stuff. This is stuff that, that we spent all week learning in the grotto, right? This isn't stuff that if you're not in the grotto that really is going to factor in. But it'll give you some insight into to the way that we've built the league out, right? We have all these players in the grotto, three hundred, you know, 60, 70, whatever. Um, the most of them play for, have played for a team for the last six months. Um, and now we're going to move that around.
1: Do you know off the top of your head how many people are currently on a team? Uh,
0: I believe that it's um, an average of like 52 per team. Wow. So I would
1: imagine not all of those people are going to be protected. I'm thinking that a lot of these teams that are coming out now are going to have much slimmer rosters this time around.
0: Oh, I, I am, I mean, I, you know, I built out when we were talking, um, in our our league meetings and talking about salary minimums and and projections and stuff. uh, I think you're looking at probably 20 to 25 players per team When we go when we break camp, right. When we go to spring training, uh, getting ready for season nine, we're gonna have 25 players a team max. We're going to have some players that we'll get into this, but we're going to have some teams that maybe have no players because of certain announcements made by their owners this week. Um, oh, is. which is great. Right. we're also, I I'm certain, I'm certain that we're going to have players or teams that have too many players. That's going to be fun to watch too. It's going to be fun where they're just like, they think they need to sign everybody under the sun. And then they realize that they're running out of money. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. But, but the idea being you existing players kind of have two, two options do they want to open themselves up to be drafted which is the the really the only path to staying on your current team or be at least a good shot at staying on your current team okay or are they going to declare for free agency
1: meaning you're no longer affiliated with a team and you have to go on auction you're not even part of the draft at that point exactly there's one other caveat we didn't mention, which is the front office positions are kind of like a pre-draft protect move.
0: Right. So you can, you can be, but it doesn't have to necessarily come from within your, your no. organization. So you protect, protect anyone census, in the league. But they, right. But yeah, you can sign up to four individuals to work in your front office. You have to pay them a league minimum at least, okay, plus some sort of compensation for being a front office employee. Every team must have two front office employees minimum, which is a general manager, runs the day-to-day, makes sure that people are in on drops, scouts out players, does the analytics to find out who would be a good fit, uh, make sure people are showing up when they have a team meeting or something up with that. Um, and, um, you know, you're going to have, have – that's a, a key role a lot of owners are going to run their own team. a lot of owners are going to be their own general managers. it's that. Important, i think that's right? smart. um then you're going to have I, I want every team to have a social media director. okay. Bear everything being.
1: after that is whatever they want to make up.
0: Yeah. So you get you can have as many front office people as you want, you can pay them whatever you want, but you're only going to have two more protections. so you can four four guarantees Maximum, two of them have to be uh, GM and social media.
1: Yep, that makes sense. Um, and you have to pay them at least 101, three pennies, right? Oh, are we talking about minimum salary? Oh, it looks like, like
0: somebody just dropped some breaking news. Oh, shit. Are we saying this yet? We, yeah, we're, we're saying it. Okay. Okay, so we've established, um, it was announced last night, That the minimum salary for uh, a player in the the league is 103 pennies per season. Okay.
1: That is 100 comma three penny,
0: not 103 (laughs) pennies. (laughs) Well, actually, there's no comma there uh, because for our European friends, they would think that they were getting 100.3 if we said that. (laughs) It's 100. Pause. Three pennies exactly
1: i I mentioned 101 earlier because the front office position has to be paid more than the minimum so it has
0: to be at least 101. at least 101 could be 200 500 whatever that's organizations are going to decide you'll know as you as you come into the league if you're out from outside and you come in you'll see that all eight organizations are run very differently we'll kind of touch on some of that here as we go but 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 the nature is if you're drafted you're going to be guaranteed. Okay. Again, your, your organization can offer you whatever, um, but you're, you're, you're guaranteed the league minimum of 100, three pennies. Okay. Um, but you, you, will know which team you're on. Uh, you'll, you're being guaranteed at least one, one season, uh, of, of, of employment. Uh, all of this is, team by teams are going to decide if they, you know, they can draft you and say, and we're, we're drafting you today. And you get one season league minimum, or they can say we're drafting you today and we're going to give you three seasons at 150. Okay. So when you draft
1: someone, you can dictate the terms of that first contract. It's not a one-year rookie deal.
0: It's not, but, but you can also just draft people and give them one-year rookie deals. Yeah. It's up up to you. Yeah, okay. Organizations can do whatever. So if you're when you're when you're saying I'm going to be drafted or or, or what have you, I want to stay with the team. The the, the in the grotto, the grotto. One of the classic phrases is Cardinale for life. God, those Cardinale love saying that, don't they? They really do. Oh, they love the Cardinale way. It's the Cardinale for life. Cardinale, I bleed Cardinale red. Jesus, we get it. They just we think Ashley's going to come and buy those. them.
1: You know, for whatever.
0: Yeah, they, they all think that their their benevolent owner is going to buy them all cottages. He doesn't even know that this is happening. Ashy Wicker is an eccentric billionaire who was told just yesterday that he owns a baseball team. <laughs> 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 meanwhile, meanwhile, you ever see Brewster's Millions?
1: Yes, they when they show up with the the check, right? Is that like yeah, Publisher's well, clearing well,
0: now? Well, no, it's a little more than that. There's You, you, you didn't see it. Did ah, you I see Brewster's Millions? No. Oh, Jesus. It's a great movie. You, you, should, you should watch. Get get the girls together. I'm assuming you've got multiples. Get the girls together and watch the movie tonight and make it Brewster's Millions. It's about a guy who inherits millions of dollars, but he has to spend, he has to, to earn it he has to spend it all. It's very, honestly, uh, it, you that know, it, it influenced me a lot. It sounds very much like a threesomes ploy, right? Um, I'm very inspired by Bruce, but he has to spend all this money in 30 days to get like the big sum. And it's, it's like 1982, 1983. Okay. So like, it's not what money is worth now. I could, I'll, I'll tell you what, I could spend $3 million in 30 days. Like,
1: can you not <laughs> just call a broker and be like, yeah, I'll put that all in Twitter stock. I don't,
0: you cannot make any money. You have to spend it all. So if you buy an investment and the investment makes you money, you fucking end the end the game with money and you're out. You have to spend you have to you have to become penniless. You can have nothing more at the end of 30 days than you started with. Oh, so not even material goods. No. The so shirt you have to on like your spend it bag. on like like
1: experiences and like
0: well, that's the, you got to figure out how you do it, and so the thing is, once people it becomes like known, like the, it's on the the you know daily news. Oh, my, my, it's played by Richard Pryor, Brewster. Oh, the Brewster oh I'm going to I'm loading this up tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great with with Grotto. Is he favorite. Wilder in it? Is that the movie they did no, together? No. Okay. Grotto favorite John Candy. Of oh course, those God. of you who who follow understand that Alex Dalia on. Uh, was my guest host for a, for old LFGP, and he was like, "I always thought you were like John Candy. What the fuck? Jesus Christ! I'm Jesus, an overweight anyway. dead man." Yeah, yeah, you remind me a lot of a dead fat old Canadian. Polka, right. polka. <laughs> amazing. So, of course, I had, to, I had to suffer John Candy uh, gifts and memes for days after that in the grotto. But anyway, uh, the idea being he has to spend all this money, uh, lavishly with nothing to show for it at the end. Is there a better analogy for Ashy Wicker's approach to team ownership? It's
1: beautiful. It's perfect. <laughs> have you mentioned
0: what our budgets are? Do you even want to make that knowledge that it doesn't really needs? matter? It doesn't really matter. Um, because you know, the owners have the, the owners, but every owner, um, has enough to run their organizations for five years for five seasons. Okay. Uh, With that minimum in there and, and uh, you know, structurally to put in into play um, for the way that the league is operated and league fees and, and transactional pieces and everything um, at a hundred three penny league minimum and front office uh, salaries included, they can, run this organization for five seasons without making any three pennies back without, without there being any revenue streams. But of course you as an owner and and all of the owners have all sorts of plans for ways to make all sorts of three pennies going forward. I would hope.
1: Well, I've been barred from saying anything by my um, other owners on this podcast.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked, but guess what? You've already gone on the record with some things. So, Uh, I can bring those up. Yes, Um, you can. Do you want to go into the pitches on Tuesday? Well, yeah. So real quick, Tuesday, we talked about free agency. So this is the other side. So you're either saying, I want to declare myself for the draft. I'm going to try to stay with my team. Or I'm going to become a free agent and see who's going to give me the best offer. Okay. Or there's this, another side of this which really hasn't talked been talked about much. And, you know, this is the one thing I wanted to bring up now that we'll be talking about even more going into Monday. But you may not want to play for a team. Okay, if you play for a team in the threesomes universe, in the league, in the grotto, okay, the team has certain expectations of you because they're trying to, they have a, uh, you know, an Comical NFT's approach thing. Right, common goal. Every team has their approach. We'll get into some of those approaches that we heard about on Wednesday. But you, everybody has a, a, an approach. If you play for that team, you're expected to follow through. You're an employee of the team. They're paying you three pennies, hundred three pennies minimum per season. Okay, uh, so you have to do as you're as as you're guided, right? If you don't want, if you're a lone wolf. And you want to be playing at that level. You want to come in. You want to be a free agent, which doesn't necessarily mean that you're being picked up by a team, but that you're running it. You're free agent. You can do whatever you want, okay? But still be able to enter all the draws and everything. So, you know, you're no longer just the external public, which doesn't really have any insight into what's going on. We've always kept that to ourselves, right? But now as a free agent, you can listen in to the LFGs every day. You know what's going on. You can enter every drop. You can, you're qualified for doing any of the things that everybody else is qualified for, but you don't have to answer to Kitsch and Jolby, EJG, Ratro. okay? Any of these owners, you don't, you, Ashy Wicker, right? You're like, that guy's a spendthrift. i I'm much more fiscally responsible than that Ashy Wicker, right? Um, and so you just stay a free agent. Which allows you then look if you if look if your whole game is I want to come play three because I heard I can buy this stuff cheap and sell it high, then you probably if that's your approach you probably want to be a free agent because maybe your team is like hey we need to hold on to those to build for the future, right? Yep. So if you're a flipper, you know the F in flipper is for free agent. <laughs>
1: Right, because there's a lot of teams out there that will want to buy those from free agents, I would imagine, to
0: complete chases. Exactly, the teams will be comp- competing and needing them. Um, and so, so all of that's being decided right now and everybody who's in the grotto, they need to decide, am I free agent? Am I, am I entering the draft now? Okay. This is, this is that little bit of alpha. So those of you who are in the grotto who are tuning in right now, Okay. Something that'll be announced on Monday. Okay. Is that if you declare for free agency and you are offered on when, Wednesday, Wednesday's going to be the big free agent extravaganza. Okay. But if you're offered and the qualifying offer, the highest qualifying offer is by a team that you don't want to go to, you can decline. At which point you play that season as a free agent. You mm. know that salary. Okay. You cannot go to another team until the turn of the season, in which case you can be offered again. Right. Um, but as a free agent, you're a free man. You can say, no, I will not go with those madmen on season nine. The chaotic, uh, criminal nature, perhaps, <laughs> it's happening. One nine.
1: one clarification point: If you enter the draft and you are not drafted, can you then become an undrafted free agent?
0: You automatically become a free agent. Okay. Okay. Anybody not sure. anybody I'm not sure. drafted automatically becomes a free agent. Okay. Now, so yeah, look, let's look at that from a strategy standpoint. If you if you want to get paid. You want to be on the team, right? Then you probably probably want to give yourself every opportunity to be on the team. That could be drafted. Okay. If that doesn't work out, nobody takes you, then then you become, at the end of the draft, anybody that's not drafted automatically becomes a free agent. Then, so you got two days, you got two approaches, you got two two chances. Okay. The draft is going to happen with everybody that's not protected, everybody that's not a, a free agent, all of them. your name's in there and you get picked you know you're getting a guaranteed minimum salary for that season season nine okay they may offer you more that that's up to the organization if you're not then you become a free agent then the way the free agency is going to work is everybody this will happen the same way when we open the doors in a couple weeks to everybody it'll be run the same way and that is uh everybody's a free agent everybody that's declared at that point is going to have a little time slot where their name comes up on the board. Okay. And the time, the clock starts, the name's on the board clock starts. And if somebody puts an offer in, in those first 15 minutes, okay. Then they're, then the clock starts for an hour and everybody has an hour to bid on them back and forth, back and forth, up and down. Could this be in the middle of the night? But you'll know everybody's going to, everybody's going to know it's 15 minutes. Okay. If we look at it, we went okay. Well, it looks like we're going to have, you know, ten people protected and drafted per team. Okay, so that's going to put us at eighty, on average. Okay, and then we know that there are another hundred that are are there. So if we start breaking those in to a hundred, running every fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah, it's spread out over over an eighteen-hour period. But you can you know, hey gm hey partners we know that at three forty-five, we want to be there to grab that guy at four forty, we need to be there to grab that guy right yeah but it's all scheduled so you can you can look at it and go okay this is when um if if nobody offers during those 15 minutes then they they move on okay
1: okay There's, that makes
0: sense right they would then go in in baseball terms you would then Um, you know, become an unrestricted free agent, right? In which case anybody could tender you an offer down the road before the season starts, okay? Once you're tendered an offer, then it starts a clock again and anybody can come in, right? Okay, so after the
1: initial free agent extravaganza and no one bid on that 15-minute slot, you're saying you become an unrestricted free agent. Someone can still offer you something before the season starts, right. but it also starts that clock.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. But that can start at any time. Right. And it's just a 15 minutes to have an
0: hour. And on something like that, then is, you have an hour on Wednesday during draft day. Okay. But it's going to be a six hour, maybe even 12 hour clock. For unrestricted. for unrestricted, okay. Right. So no funny it's not, business. It's there. not all compacted into one. It's not an event. Yeah, you know, it's a solitary action, right? So anyway, that's what we—that's what we learned on Monday and Tuesday was the difference between being drafted, declaring yourself available for the draft, trying to to stay on and get protected, becoming a free agent. What happens between the two? Okay. So that was what we prepped, and then came Wednesday, right? And Wednesday, we had spaces where we opened it up and we said, okay, all the owners can come in and pitch why you should want to go play with them. And um, we heard from we heard from six of them. I stepped in as a proxy for two of them, which didn't have owners present. One one was about to be, one we knew, we knew Ashley, Ashley Wicker, eccentric billionaire, uh, was not going to be available because he was floating in a lazy river, um, face down trying to drown himself and escape the madness of wives and children and such. Okay. But he was pulled from the lazy river and, and reappeared on Friday for the Cardinale team meeting. Uh, But the door gang was there. They were in, they were queued up and then they received a call that took them out of the meeting. So I had to speak for door gang. I suppose I spoke for both the Cardinale and door gang. And I think Can I we call them the coders
1: because it. it's not really door gang. They're the coders.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank, yeah. Keep me on track. Keep me on track. They are the door gang coders. They're coders. The coders our, our season eight brethren. Um, the Brown and yellow team. The team, to, <laughs> the team that's home to, the team that's home to, <laughs> to three Z's himself. Um, but yeah, the coders didn't didn't speak up, and uh, but we heard from cat moms who were timid and and nervous and didn't like loud noises. I didn't think uh, so.
1: I think Chris Truman did a great job.
0: He did a great job, but but it was I'm not saying he was it was a bad job, but he was he was a little aloof. He wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna come if you called his name. Yeah, he I'm pretty gonna, sure maybe he was parking
1: gl- his car during
0: it. He was maybe gonna glance over his shoulder. And be like, eh, yeah, you're here, and what?
1: <laughs> like a cat
0: would. <laughs> like a cat would. <laughs> uh, but but the, the 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 cat moms were basically, to sum them up, were like, we're going to teach you how to play threesomes. I like that it's woman you know, owned. I didn't realize that. You're That's owned. really cool. Yeah, majority owned by a woman, Alp Dodi. Okay. Uh, largest uh, stakeholder in the team is a woman, the only uh, female-owned franchise Um, and uh, fitting as they are cat moms. But the idea being they're going to provide a a nurturing atmosphere where they will guide you and teach you how to play your best threesomes. Now, as somebody who has had threesomes with multiple cat moms, (laughs) I can tell you that's just what you're looking for. You're looking for somebody who makes the atmosphere feel very relaxed, and very intimate. The way Joni and not, Kiko would. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Having had a threesome with Joni and Kiko, I can tell you that very welcoming, uh, very educational. Just like the cat moms are going to run their organization, it works out perfectly. It works out perfectly. Uh, then we, you, you stepped up to the plate. I did, yeah. And you call, and you called your shot, the big bambino. You said, "Hey, w- the NFTs are like the Yankees."
1: Yeah, I would like Whoa. to re- retract that statement. That was taken out of context. It's been taken out of context multiple times. I think
0: the he- the headline in Paris was Le Nouveau Yankee and the <laughs> yeah, no. The, it was it was Shocking for everybody to hear you step up and say, we are the Yankees, we are the Yankees, we are the Yankees. I think you said it three times.
1: I said we're the Yankees, the Cowboys, the Bulls as in a very recognizable franchise throughout the world, not in the way that the New York Yankees run their organization or are the ire of most baseball fans that are not Yankees fans.
0: All anybody heard was we are. The Yankees. I realize
1: that now. That is not how I wanted to portray that at all.
0: Os Yankees. Nosotros somos los Yankees. That's all anybody heard around the world. (laughs) I wish I knew more languages to be able to say we are the Yankees in that language.
1: I think the Yankees usually just turn around and say 27 rings
0: or whatever. Oh, look, this is a guy who lives... For everybody who, you know, without doxing you, because you never do that. Yeah, I've never given away my PII on the podcast. <laughs> but you live in the goddamn suburbs of Boston. You live on the outskirts. And yet here you are declaring for the world that you are the Yankees and want to be the Yankees. Wow, Kitsch. And keep your narratives. <laughs> But we heard, I know you're not allowed to discuss any of this because heaven forbid the Yankees have any sort of personality from their front office.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no pinstripes around here.
0: (laughs) But uh, we heard about collaborations. We heard about multimedia extravaganzas. We heard about uh, a whole goddamn culture and business and, and corporation centered on being recognizably being branded, being uh, well-known in the space. Am I wrong on any of those levels?
1: No, I, I think that's, that's fair to say. I think we are going to use the, the IP that we've been given to its fullest extent to the point of like our subject matter is NFT artists. We all have connections to that world let's bring it all together and make
0: something awesome. Love it. Love it. The way I love being guided through threesomes by an engaged, caring, insightful cat mom. I also love NFTs being celebrated and being at the forefront of a project. So look at this. We got two teams and we got two bangers like fucking i'm in let me play for the cat moms let me play for the i i i I need some help i'm a rookie i need some guidance there we go i want to come and be the best i want some recognition i want to sport my merch then i probably won't be an nft right you got it then we had the x's i don't want to get clamped i don't want to get you know emotional here but as an ex many times over um but also as as the leader of this whole thing that we've got going on this is what it's all about for me the exes came on first of all the exes are are indonesian run indonesian owned okay um, they really are the heart of Indo Grotto, which we've talked about before, but we love Indo Grotto. We love our Indonesian collectors and that whole community. We love Toucan, who, run, who runs it. He's the face of the franchise. Okay. Um, but the exes came on and told us that they're going to structure their entire organization around profit sharing. Not just for the people who have the money to become owners, which, by the way, picked up a couple more today. Indo Grotto is is coming in and settling in and taking their their place. They're getting it. They're making it happen, right? Um, but even just players, if you play for the X's, you're going to share in the wealth because there's wealth to be made. There's revenue, and we also heard Toucan without doxing himself, even though now everybody in in the Grotto is is Googling Indonesian textiles mogul. Okay. <laughs> It only shows
1: up on DuckDuckGo, by the way.
0: <laughs> Fucking shameless pitch. Jesus, you get one sponsorship for your, your podcast.
1: This podcast brought to you by Diet Dr. Pepper and DuckDuckGo. <laughs>
0: um, but but they're already looking at, at merch. I had a conversation with him yesterday. He's like, are you cool with me making X's caps? I said, Fuck yeah, I am. So when I go down to... to uh, Indonesia for the month of December to speak at uh, Jakarta NFT and to hang out in Bali right at Tukes Villa may I mention um, I'm going to see the masses wearing excess caps 40% of the population
1: is going to be rep. 40% of like
0: one of the largest, if not the largest, population in the world. Right? I mean, this is going to be, yeah, it's this is this is something. The cap that I created is going to be worn. It's going to be the, the 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 ceremonial cap that you give to a newborn baby. <laughs> is an extra cap. And and that all of that revenue, which is going to be plentiful. Okay, people are don't what what do we say in the space? Don't sleep on the X's. Okay, sleep around on them. Um, but they, 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 yeah, it's all going to be shared with their players. So, if you want in on the grassroots, if you want in on that, and you're Indonesian, although they they've said they're open to everybody playing for them, anybody that wants a certain man that's from a place that's as far from Indonesia as you can get. Ottawa, Canada. Okay, <laughs> literally, I think if you take a, a stick and you shove it through the globe through Ottawa, it comes out in Bali. Okay, oh, <laughs> I'm talking about Roly, long time ex, uh, long time collector. Bought season two. Has a has has a 33 and a DP and a and a pack award. I think Roly rolled deep. Roley spent to get what he needed to spend back in the old days. Also a uh, husband to the lovely Wallace, who I have a painting of hers on my wall. What's that? How's that for some NFT utility? I have the painting of a wife of one of my collectors on my wall and it's sexy. Sexy, just like she is, just like Roly is. Okay. Um, Roly is an ex. Roly's an ex for life.
1: Or an office protect, I it's,
0: would imagine. Uh something like that. I mean, he's you're here proclaiming X
1: for life. Like, do you know something All, all I know is that?
0: all I know is he's on the list. I got the list today. I didn't really understand the list, but he's on the list.
1: None of us understand the list, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs>
1: I haven't even seen such a list. <laughs> so
0: well, this I hadn't seen this either until the exes delivered it to me. And I was like, that's a list. And there's Yeah. <laughs> um
1: maybe we need to re-explain yeah. how drafting works <laughs> it's like yeah he's ours now
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no he's he's a protect he's regardless that would be their first protect right yeah so well he, he was already yeah. next he was already next but and someone so, could draft him away no not if you're protected remember but you only get to protect your
1: turn to
0: draft no 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 remember Keep in mind, you get your up to five partners that are 10% or more, up to four front office people. That's nine, okay? And then your first protection. So everybody out of the gate gets to protect before somebody goes through and drafts. So you get to protect one plus your front office and your owners. And then the draft starts. And then every round, you protect another.
1: So I was under the impression that when it came to your point in the snake, that's when you protect and draft, but it sounds like the first time. No, around, no, you protect, the, the, round. Yeah, okay. you protect the
0: round. Okay. You protect at the round going into that round. Everybody's protected. Yeah. That changes a lot. Mm, it, because from my
1: previous it. point of view, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: it might not change it for other people that understood it from the get
0: go. <laughs> no, I would you know, hope that yeah. everybody else understood. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm here. For the people okay, that so don't then,
1: know
0: what's then, going on. Then we heard from the subs, which was one of the highlights of, of the, the, the spaces because Ron O'Mac came in with the subs and he was just talked about, you know, happy to be here, hope I can help the ball club sort of approach, right? Family oriented, he says at one point. <laughs> We're all in this together. We just want to learn and grow and enjoy this. and I And he got me because I literally said, You know what, or or, or Ron, rather? I said, Ron, I'm so happy you didn't just take the tropes of the subs. You didn't come in here saying, yes, master. Yes, you know, oh, I'll do your bidding. You didn't do any of that. And as I was saying these words, we started hearing whips cracking in the background and slaps. Like real ones. (laughs) real ones at which point he started saying yeah yeah uh, having to do that like flogger along while he was being punished and I
1: highly recommend going back and listening to that space
0: anybody that didn't listen just go listen through the first half hour so you can hear that I died I I almost fell down in laughter it was so great <laughs> oh my god it was great and so so yeah look like, they're all about it they got some branding going on but their whole thing is is they're really relatively new as far as like ownership goes. Even Brendan really only came in like September, October, right? They don't have like a blue blood. They don't have everybody, but they're making moves. Brendan went out and bought a 33 swipe. Okay. Uh, O'Mac Mac was in the, the grotto for fucking four days and he's already buying a team. Okay. And, and so that's the thing. It's like ener- energy and new approach, fresh take on things. You know, I don't think that the subs are, are like set in their ways necessarily. So that'll be an organization where also it's like, obviously they're going to play into their, their Twitter's rocking already. You following their Twitter?
1: I am. I helped uh, pass that over to them.
0: Yeah. So, they're, you know, they're, they're putting in some work on the socials. They're definitely branding themselves a certain way. And so, you know what? Hey, Grotto welcomes everybody. And you know, if the, if that sort of uh, lifestyle is your thing, then that's the place for you. You'll certainly be celebrated. Ron O'Mac um, loves, uh, you know, a sexual twist to things. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, he works in the he works in the field, and he lives in the field.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, he's a penis doctor. Makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. He other than me, because of being a former ball player, I've seen a lot of penises. Ronald Mac's seen way more than me. I'm usually of anybody that I know, I'm usually the guy that's seen the most cock. Ronald Mack, now I know somebody who's seen way more than me. There you go. It's the golden line. Yeah, he's been to- Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, he also, as a result, is very open. To that, you know, he sees it in a very uh, clinical sense. He's very, he's, he's, he understands that different people, you know, different strokes for different folks, type stuff. <laughs> and he actually can clinically guide you on the right stroke because he knows his way around. Don't want to pull it left, you know. And you're all crooked. <laughs> and there you are. I don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so there you go um that's the subs and then we you know then i stepped in with the cardinale and we already know that that's just the eccentric billionaire's playground that runs a 2000 year old religious cult and that's how those players play isn't it it is if you're into the if you're into the pageantry if you're into to the the the, the ritual and if you're into opulence and and mega spending you probably want to be a cardinale
1: now they're not tax-free are they
0: <laughs> no okay. good question though Just to make oh my sure. god can you... oh my god i can't wait for somebody else to forget when i said it but yeah. it would be very funny if she's like well you know <laughs> <I don't...
1: laughs> as a religious institution
0: <laughs> um so and then we 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 talked about coders which is a collection of, of you know, NFT uh, collectors and speculators and, and and that whole world very tied in a lot, you know, people behind coders, the door gang, okay, welcome in some of these very same celebrity NFTs that you NFT guys think you're gonna pull in, but you know, Blau and Dot Pigeon and Fuck Render and Six and Five and Bill Ellis, all people you know, right? You've you've met every one of those people I just mentioned, I think.
1: Not Blower, Dot Pigeon.
0: You never met Dot Pigeon? I have not, no. Uh, but Nips just got back from, so he you did. You were, yes, you were a one, in there. one step removed. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, you know, these are all people that are, are in door gang. That who knows? The, I could see I could see franchises fighting for uh, collabs. We'll seeing, see. Seeing who's got we'll the see. clout. No, I know. Just putting that out there. But um, so yeah, so Door Gang, uh, the coders, they they I gave their pitch, and that is basically I just explained who they are. And I said, look, Door Gang wants to be Door Gang. You you may or not be picked up by them. Don't take it, don't take it wrong if you aren't. Um, but there's a draft, there's free agents, you never know what old door gang's got up their sleeves. Then Am I missing anybody? Monsters and the No Names. Oh, Jesus! I skipped. I skipped the monsters. We had Luch, who was classic. Luch is just Luch. Anybody, as you come into the grotto, as you get a feel for things, Luch is one of the greatest people in the world. Um, I've met the man. I love him. He's great. He's love him. I mean, love him. Love him. That's a quick witted son of a bitch, right there funny he's the first one he makes me break every every lfg he knows just how to make me laugh um and very committed to the nft world and the nft lifestyle right uh is moving to be he's already getting pretty close but I, he's either retired or very very close to retired to just live his life in the nft world he's and also uh, shooting for
1: that lazy river level yeah
0: yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's, he's certainly, he's doing well by himself and he's, he, he's all about, that's why he's in this project and he loves my stuff. You know, he was, he was called by the artwork and he's, he's staying for the the future. I think and he also loves us and we, we, are. he loves the party and he loves the, the whole thing. He, he's a perfect fit. I mean, he's, he's one of the prototypes of what a grotto member should be and really what, what a human being should be. I, made, laugh.
1: I, I, I have ordered that chair that he sent me a link to in Miami for big men to sit around campsites and not break
0: the chairs. So I'm very, very uh, happy about that. <laughs> I, I'm glad that I wasn't involved in that conversation because I'm close to needing a chair like that. We've collectively I'm broken great... like six chairs together. Me and Luge. <laughs> so, I've never broken a chair, but I am, I'm a big, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a big, I'm a sturdy guy. I'm, Never in my life did anybody say, look at that cute twink. Well, if the
1: chair broke under you, you would still be in sitting position. The chair would just crumble under you and you would still be
0: sitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm, I am I, was the, the resident mountain of a man, okay? But now that Ron O'Mac is, is in the family. Ron O'Mac is He's alpha now. rippling... Ron O'Mac, the, his, the veins on his biceps have their own Twitter following <laughs> verified blue check yeah, Mark the, Baines. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, so I'm just like a big, sturdy guy, former ball player, former being the main uh, element of that. Um, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Buddy Fox and I have committed to each other that we're getting our shit, right? Little check-ins every day of saying, Hey, Hey, you doing keto? Hey, what's your carb count? Tell me about yeah, your. Macros. Are you doing
1: keto right now? I knew you were talking about I'm the keto to- pizza, but. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm back to keto, because I had to be, because well, I I love it. I look, I lived fucking four years as keto. I was, that's that's when I was busting out multiple threesomes a day. Should I try that out? Switch my body to running Ooh.
1: off of. Uh, what is it instead of glucose? You run off of.
0: Protein. Yeah, so you just eat meat, all the meat you want. Meat and cheese, baby. Meat and cheese all fucking day. Dude, those are like the two food groups I enjoy. Yeah, you love them. You just tend to put them between big slabs of bread. And that's that's right. Yeah. Do you know why I just ran over there? Steak and cheese sub. Take the bread out, we would have been okay. Take the bread out, you'll be fine. Hey, you you get in board with me and me, me and Buddy Fox and we'll do this. I I love you, And dude. All the things you love to eat, and I can give you all the ways to do it and all the ways to prepare it. And you just—it—it sucks at the beginning, to not eat bread and not eat two pints of Häagen-Dazs ice cream a day. Thank you very much. Sucks, but it doesn't take long. It'll take you about six weeks, because I've never done it first time, right? Because you've never done it. It takes me four days to get back into it, because like it's great, like dude. Tonight I'm gonna make. Uh, I take a saute pan, okay? I put shredded mozzarella cheese down. On top of that, a hot saute, shredded mozzarella. On top of that, one little dollop of a a pretty uh, low-carb Italian, like a marinara sauce, Mm -hmm. okay? Just a little dollop. But I put uh, crumbled uh, sausage that I've already made, Italian sausage. I put some pepperoni. I put some mushrooms down, okay? I let the bottom of it, Really caramelize and become a crust. I just flip it over real quick, and it sears the top of it through. It's as good as any pizza.
1: Okay, so just a mozzarella base. It.
0: It's a mozzarella base, and, the, and the, you can get all complicated and make these like cauliflower and cheese and, no, and, no, and no, almond no. flour and whatever. No, I know. What, what oil I do describe you use is, and what temperature are we talking none, about the skillet? None. hot and high, no oil. Okay. Hot and high in oil. And what we'll do is you'll learn how to make taco shells, like 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 everything with just cheese. I make tacos where I dude. And I'm telling you, it has what, what you'll miss when you go keto is textures. Because a lot of the stuff, you know, if you just sit there and eat fucking milk, meat and cheese all the time, you don't have any crust, you don't have any crisp, you fucking can turn cheese into enough crisp that you love it. Well, let's not kill people. These are with keto these talk. Are, we, gotta, we gotta. These are high grotto higher. grotto diet tips. Yeah. Okay. We fucking got in. We we'll do this every once in a while. We went into like a fucking rant about burgers yesterday in the grotto. Everybody's like, "Those guys are crazy. They're cool. They're having sex all the time." No, we're just doofuses talking about whatever's on our minds. <laughs> Coffee G said that he was afraid to come to my my gallery show, which we didn't even talk about. But you know, I set up a, a, a showing of all of the three z's in la at a big hollywood hills mansion party that we threw and coffee g told me he's like i didn't come because i got my girl and we're like church going folk and i didn't want to come and you know j train's getting let around naked on a leash i don't know what you guys do <laughs> and we i've heard that a number of times where people are like i can't come to your party because you guys are having orgies and doing blow out of each other's buttholes okay look it's all true but that's it after hours yeah if it's daylight out we're just having some daylight if it's nighttime even if it's nighttime you just come for for to hang we had kids there now look yes the kids happen to be doing blow out of each other's buttholes but that's i don't know wasn't sanctioned it was pixie sticks Kids will be kids. <laughs> that's, that's what their parents kept telling us. Jesus. No, but in all seriousness, it was just a fun hang. I had the, the key should have been there was a taco truck. Yeah. Who's bringing the taco truck to an orgy? That's a terrible mix. <laughs> it's a, not a good mix. <laughs> I don't know if I'd sign up for that orgy, to be honest with you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. First of all, I'm probably not going to most orgies, but but I'm certainly not going to the orgy with the taco truck. <laughs> Dear God. So so along those lines, this is a perfect segue, because the last team that pitched themselves were the new team, the season nine team, the unrevealed team run by Ratro I Need Beer and Dino. Ratro is a special breed. Yeah, what a retro through in this whole thing. Ratro is the person that you're imagining is like hanging out in the grotto and doing all these things that, that you who haven't been in the grotto thinks are going on in the grotto. Ratro's is the one doing those things. <laughs> He's a wild man. <laughs> you have to be and to live in, in Las
1: Vegas. Like that, I mean, that's
0: just the lifestyle. He came in and he announced... All right, motherfuckers. We're not here. We're not here. We're not here to win. We don't care about championships. This is the motherfucker lifestyle. This is the party team. You And not only that, if you want, if you, and this is a pretty spot on retro impression, by the way. If you want to fucking play for me, you're going to have to fucking pay. You have to pay to play for this team. Actual USDC, $100 per month. That's $1,200 per year to even be on his team. Now, he's going to take all of that money. He explained to us that money's not for him. It's not for the ownership group. All of that money goes towards funding the lifestyle. Okay. So he can his stop giving is... it away for free.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, his goal, it, it's really more about... His goal is he wants at some point to have an, uh, an in real life grotto where his entire team is there,
1: right? Where he they wants... pay for their flights and then get reimbursed through the, yeah.
0: Yeah. Every, every season, every IRL. Okay. He'll pay for some team members flight out of that. Okay. He's, he's already said he's, he's footing the bill for the first one. For NFT NYC, he will fly out a, a, a member. And so the whole thing is it's not about the the focus of the winning, it's about all of the the periphery, all the hang that we have, right And so yeah, that sort of stunned some people. So, yeah, it did not nobody was expecting that. Um, I got the feedback I got were were either, wow, those Yankees guys, huh? That was a lot of it. Or it was like, Jesus, is retro serious? <laughs> he said it. He was like, I don't know, maybe no motherfuckers want to play for me. I don't know. We'll you, see. We'll you see. You say the,
1: the Yankee thing again, like people didn't say they were very impressed
0: with that pitch as well. Uh, I did hear a couple times I was very impressed with the Yankees. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of nice messages from people <laughs> who know that you play for the Yankees.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it makes sense. They're all Yankee fans, <laughs> but it had nothing to do with it.
0: That party though, that party that we, we threw on, on, on Friday or Sunday. Jesus, this is, this is my life. I, I, I've, I've been, I went from L you know, New York to LA to throw in a party to an after party, which was that we're not going to talk about not allowed to. Party, we're, not, we're not talking about the after party. But it, let's just say this I did things at the after party I didn't even know existed. I I did things in the after party that only Ratro knew existed, of those of us that went. And Ratro made a call and asked if we could come. And we got to go. Then in the morning after the after party, I flew to Vegas with Ratro which I ended up, I was just going to go for the night. I was just going to spend one one night, but I don't have to spend two nights. Um, Where he laid out, he asked me, he said, look, this is my vision for my franchise. Is this going to be okay? Does this fall within league parameters that I'm going to make people pay to play for me? I said, fucking, you do you. You do you. Um, But yeah, from LA to Vegas to a whole night, which we we were playing craps at 9 a.m. on Tuesday. We were. We were and that not because we got up early to go play craps, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but we still we didn't miss LFG Monday. Cause those of you who know real grotto lore, who know the real history of the grotto, will know that I once <laughs> went missing. <laughs> I didn't make, once I did, just did not appear for LFG.
1: Yes. And that was Slime Sunday's Phillips show where you met myself and nips for the first time. And we got a little wild.
0: Yeah. And I, it was so bad that I literally just had no responsibilities left in life. (laughs) We had to pull you guys out of the
1: diner at 4 30 in the morning. Which I still am resentful for. I it well is too. you guys were sitting there laughing maniacally like the Joker. No one's serving you. You're just sitting there, you and you and Naple just laughing at each other. And we had to get on the road. <laughs> and you know Naple had those dead eyes. We we went to a food like truck after this, these guys selling some halal stuff on the side of the road. And uh Naple gave the guy $100 for his sandwich and walked away. I had to get his change because he was just like, didn't know where he was.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that. So I'm just saying, even in the retro era, okay, all threes has been led down a worse path. So those of you who are worried about retro, just know that Kitchen uh, Nibs, Kitchen Naple Roosk are the ones who really done threes in. There's a lot lot of facade to the Yankees organization. But if we look deep. There's a lot of fun in the
1: background there. We're just uh, projecting a brand image. Maybe the wrong team was chosen to be the example.
0: Well, you'll live with that forever. I will. (laughs) If I have to be John Candy, you get to be Don Mattingly. I guess it's not terrible. Who gets the better end of that deal? Um, that party though, I put that party together. I announced it on Thursday, but I was busy photographing threesies all Thursday and Friday. Thirty, I pulled a 37 hour run, 37 hours. Um, and then I, I slept and then I woke up and in 25 hours, I went from having nothing planned for that party. To all, I had was the venue. All I had was the the, the Hollywood Hills mansion. Okay, uh, wasn't quite a mansion, but it was a lovely, lovely house. Lovely house, and it was very much it was Laurel Canyon for Christ's sake. This is it had it had a twenty-five car parking lot. This is not this wasn't some random Airbnb. I'm just saying. Okay, but I've been in far bigger houses. It was not a mansion, but it wasn't. Who
1: house. who helped uh, orchestrate this? soiree
0: well the, the only thing the you know who helped jolby put me in touch with with the venue mm-hmm. because they're and so and and just you know I'll go on the record here I'm going to help them make that into the NFT party house for LA so any NFT artists that want to do what I did that's what that's what it's there for they bought this thing they remodeled it they made it into a venue for artists to fucking throw parties that's the whole concept all oh. right. So slime ever wants to do a party in LA. We got the place. Okay. Beautiful. Um, and so, so Jolby put me in touch with them, but then I orchestrated uh, through the, the owner themselves, who is actually a well, very well known DJ uh, in the scene. Uh, but she, she set up our, our DJs. So we had, we had DJs with an S who full setups. Uh, I set up a taco truck. Okay. To do, everybody, just there you go. Help yourselves. Have as many tacos as you wanted, as many whatevers. I was too busy to eat, but apparently it was very good. And
1: that's not keto.
0: It's not keto, but I was I was just running, uh, you know, just running on, on on fumes. Honestly, at that point. Uh, but I set up b- bartenders. We we the bartenders crafted three specialty cocktails, the three Z's the which was a like basically a moscow mule um the don carithers which is named after our beloved number 001x who lives in an rv which was a modified Rob roy okay and the uh <laughs> the the uh, cat mom which was a, a mescal and, and orange juice cocktail and so <clears throat> um you know that was kind of cool to have drinks named after my paintings kind of neat i like that and then the, the, the big thing is I had all 100 threesies there and people got to come and actually see the physical paintings for the first time ever. This is the first time other than in real life grotto people who got a chance to hold and touch my paintings that people who I had not slept with got to see my paintings. <laughs> I, there's a video of all
1: this too, right? That's yet to come out.
0: Yeah, no, we, we shot the whole thing. Um, the same uh, videographer who did my little profile for Crater Ranch, and then she interviewed everybody. Um, I have to fly back out to, to do my part of the interview and walk through the, prog- the, 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 the the project, right? But yeah, it should be, you know, 15 minute, 10 minute type of thing. Not, not too long to lose attention, but walk people through threesies. And we already know all about that, but it's going to be fun to, to have that to show and, and see people interacting you know yeah that's Um, gonna be great lawrence fuller and and cynthia san luis came which was cool um it was nice to see them uh there was talk of a certain uh lady who is represented on one of my paintings being there but she ended up not coming but a very famous actress was supposed to come yeah and when i say very famous i mean marlena <laughs> yes, Marlena Dietrich. I was promised from the dead. Would be at the party. I assume <laughs> Wait, she's, she's dead. dead. Yes, yeah, she's dead. Yeah, no, but, but it was still fun. You know, even the anticipation, the excitement that I had at thinking that this person was coming, that was enough for me. I
1: didn't think Blake Cat- Catherine was an actress.
0: No, Blake. Look, I think the Grotto is going to start moving on from our Blake infatuation. I think it's time. I think it's she's time. She's not reciprocating. She's not. She doesn't, you know, um, she's not. But
1: that's okay. It's not people, for everybody, you
0: know? Certain people in certain organizations known as the Yankees still think they've got an inroad to Blake.
1: I, I've never spoken with her.
0: I've spoken to her and I've invited her to what, like three events and she didn't come. I didn't invite, I, I didn't even invite her to Sunday. I invited somebody else who really should have come. But mm. yeah, I didn't really, I, I didn't really invite. I just put it out there and let it sort of happen. But we had 70 people on a Sunday. No kidding. In the, Yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. No, this was not. A tiny affair i, I had a lot it of people I, mean, I was under the
1: impression no, 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 there no, like no, you know 20 people or so oh no 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 no
0: no there were a lot of people i'd never met what'd they think some people had to be taught what the blockchain is i had some very rudimentary conversations but uh it's great i mean that's why i didn't eat or drink anything the whole time because the whole time i was teaching everybody everything yeah, uh, from was, yeah, from the beginning. yeah, from the beginning. Yeah, but it was yeah. it was cool. I mean, I, I it was great. I, I loved it. It was really cool to be sharing my art with people that I had no idea who they were. I don't get to do that very often. Very nerve. I was so nervous going into it, and that's not like me. I'm normally, I don't. I don't rattle, kid. <laughs> so. So, yeah, that was our week. And, uh, and next week is going to be fucking madness. And then the following week is when those of you not in the grotto are going to start getting your, uh, your access, your invites. So they'll be Sorry. let in after a free agency? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, next week is still just re reestablishing, resetting the grotto. And then, we'll believe me, those of you out of the grotto are going to hear a lot about it because everybody's going to go out and be like, I just signed a professional contract with the Cat Moms. How great is this? I'm being paid by the Cat Moms to play threesomes.
1: So what does our schedule look like? Monday, we have to announce who the front office positions are. And then Tuesday is draft. Wednesday, is free- Mon- Wednesday Monday. Monday,
0: is- Monday, you as a team, as an ownership group, have to announce. And all players have to decide if they are entering the draft or declaring themselves free agents. If they don't declare themselves free agents, they are in the draft. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. Tuesday's the draft. Wednesday is the free agents. Have
1: we decided on time yet on Tuesday?
0: Um, we have not. We have not, but you know, Most teams actually have pretty good spread on time zones, you know, to be places between their GM and their ownership are pretty good, Okay. but it's going to be, it's going to be a nighttime thing. Wednesday is going to be an all day thing, but Wednesday is going to, like I said, there's going to be a schedule out that'll say who all at what time. And so you can sort of plan around saying, okay, we need somebody there to do that. Cool. Cool. All right. So um, for those of you out of the grotto, you know, next week, we'll, we'll have a little recap on that. And um, we're, uh, we're probably going to forego um, actually, you know, what maybe we could do is I could do our, our Wednesday spaces during the draft. It could just be a, a live, a live stream of the draft for an hour and happy pe- or not, not the draft, but the free agent selection.
1: Not a bad idea. Time.
0: Right, we do a little little breakdown, little commentary on picks up to that point and going forward, and get people a sense of what, and then have the clock hitting and like, okay, up on the block now is, uh, you know, Quistoff.
1: I like that. We might have to record an episode of the podcast on Thursday. I am going to be at a bachelor party on Friday next week, so.
0: I thought we'd gotten. How, who are these people getting married still? I thought we got This rid is a of double your- one. This
1: is a double bachelor party. We're knocking out two
0: with one. Well, I have six or seven more weddings. Than that two three. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't even know six or seven people that even would think about getting married. Smart man. Wow. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll, I think we'll have, have plenty of Thursday.
1: content to cover by Thursday.
0: We'll have to do it Thursday evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nighttime. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. we will have quite the recap. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, hey, don't forget, guys! Smash that like button, subscribe, and and leave some comments. I don't know what am I supposed to say. That was good. Rate review. Yeah, yeah. Rave, we rave reviews. God, talk about how sexy my voice is. <laughs> talk about how much Kitch loves the Yankees Ugh. put that out there we could we could just call this the Yankees podcast no thanks <laughs>